yet. As I mentioned at the start of the show, uh, it is uh, COP28, and a new scoop came out from climate investigations reporter with the Narwhal, Carl Meyer. I spoke to him yesterday about um, new documents that uh, they were able to uncover highlighting uh, the federal government's efforts to uh, find evidence to bolster the industry's claims and I think the government's claims that uh, liquid natural gas or LNG exports can reduce carbon pollution globally. A big conversation that's uh, certainly happening and playing out in Dubai at COP28 right now. And I spoke to him yesterday. Here is the interview. I'm joined by Carl Meyer. He's with the Narwhal, a climate investigations reporter based in Ottawa, and recently uh, on uh, Wednesday put out a new piece on uh, documents uncovered from the government of Canada through FOIP on the uh, government's investigation into the validity of carbon reduction claims by the industry on liquefied natural gas exports, or LNG. And uh, joining me now from Ottawa, I have Carl. Hey, Carl, how's it going? Hi, Peter. Yeah, it's good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks thanks for joining us today. I guess, what do we know today about this industry claim um, that's promoted that LNG and LNG exports um, can play a role as a low-carbon solution that can displace um, other uh, supposedly higher carbon uh, fuels in the world. Yeah, so this is a, a theory that we've heard for many, many years from the oil and gas industry. And, and the idea is that because natural gas has a lower carbon intensity than coal when you burn it, the idea is if you uh, ship natural gas to a place where they're burning coal uh, to produce electricity, um, so for example, in Asia, um, you liquefy it, turn it into LNG, ship it there, and uh, replace or displace the use of the coal there with natural gas. In theory, that should produce less uh, carbon emissions. And so the industry has uh, said this over and over again, um, and, and it's relevant because there's a large LNG industry being built right now in Canada, especially in British Columbia, LNG Canada is a very large, you know, forty billion dollar facility on the west coast, and it's going to be fed by Coastal GasLink pipeline, which is a which is going to bring gas from the northeast of uh, British Columbia to this facility, and they're going to, you know, put the liquefy the gas, which means uh, chill it down to the very cold temperatures, turn put it onto ships, and supposedly ship it to Asia. And part of this rationale has been. Um, because this is a production of fossil fuels, um, we're actually going to lower global emissions instead of raise them because we're going to displace coal. So um, what we know from uh, the documents that I receive now is that the uh, federal government, uh, at least when the documents were written earlier this year uh, in January and March, uh, didn't doesn't have the data to to back up that claim. and And so they, they would like to they they talk about in the documents about how they want they think the social license for the lng industry would be enhanced by demonstrating uh global uh, gas net net emissions reductions um but they they don't have the evidence and so they've been talking with companies to try to see if they can get it 
And so these are documents, like are these published documents or these uh, sort of internal communications uh, that you've obtained? Is that through access to for information? Yep. I, so I obtained these through access to information. They're briefing notes um, for uh, people inside the department, internal government documents for meetings that they held with um, uh, four oil and gas companies. And so those four oil uh, and gas companies, um, Shell, TC Energy, Enbridge, and Tourmaline, are all sort of involved in either shipping the gas or liquefying it and exporting it, um, involved in projects that are that intend to do that. So, so Shell um, uh, has 40% of LNG Canada, the large project I was talking about, um, the, the facility being built. That's supposed to uh, come into operation in 2025. Um, Enbridge and TC Energy have large pipeline networks. TC Energy is backing the coastal gasoline pipeline. Uh, Enbridge is backing uh, wood fiber LNG, which is another export facility in Squamish. Um, and um, Tourmaline is backing Cassilisums, which is another LNG project uh, near uh, Prince Rupert. And so what fundamentally is different about uh, LNG, liquefied natural gas, from natural gas? And 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 what makes that process potentially um, more carbon intensive or uh, greenhouse gas um, offensive, if that's the right word? Yeah. So it's interesting. the The natural gas uh, industry, you know, has historically has been contained to regions of the world where there are pipeline networks because it's a gas, and so it has to travel through. Um, the pipelines. And now what we're seeing is it's becoming this global commodity because of this uh, LNG industry. Countries around the world are building these export terminals where we can bring gas, you know, across the ocean. So from North America to Asia, for example. And what that's doing is introducing all of these new players into the game. So traditionally, um, Oil has been traded that way, um, but gas has not, and so there's there's more people being involved in the in the in the gas trade now. And um, when it comes to emissions, uh, we know from scientific research that there is uh, emissions of methane. Methane is the primary component of natural gas um, all along the sort of chain. Uh, so there's methane's emitted um, when you're fracking for gas, when you're drilling for gas. Methane's emitted from uh, compressors when you're sending the gas down pipelines. Um, methane is emitted um, uh, when you're, um, you know, gas is burned in or usually at an at a LNG facility to, to create the LNG. Um, and I spoke with a uh, scientist at Cornell who studies the LNG industry, and he discovered um, not only is methane emitted through all of those steps, uh, but it's also emitted during the shipment process while on the um, the tankers. Um, you have to keep uh, the natural gas at a very cold temperature. I think it's 100 and, minus 162 Celsius uh, in order to keep it in this liquefied state. And so some of it essentially boils off, uh, and so the during transport. And so some of the modern tankers are able to capture that boiled off methane and try either use it or or keep it captured. Some of the older tankers just let it escape. Um, but bottom line is, you know, he 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 put out a new study saying, you know, there there are many people who question sort of. 
that argue that there's this climate benefit to uh, LNG replacing coal, and his analysis disproves that. So then, where does uh, where does even the the, this strategy or this plan, uh, like you touch on it in, in this in this piece in the Narwhal, um, for increasing LNG production, where is that at least in terms of the industry's perspective fit in within um, a net zero goal by twenty fifty for for global emissions? Well, I'm not sure. Um... I, I guess the government's admitting that the jury's still out on that. If they're looking for um, evidence to show that LNG can actually displace coal, I think there's a lot of assumptions being built in that theory, right? So one is that the um, we, we don't know for sure whether the LNG is actually going to displace the coal itself or or just add to a country's energy mix. Like it, it, it doesn't work if the coal plant is still running and the LNG plant is also running. Um, it only works when you stop the coal. So, so that's uh, one example. And 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 another thing is like we don't know um, how many of these LNG plants uh, are are still going to be um, operational. So you know the International Energy Agency has put out a report recently saying. In a, in a world where we achieve our climate targets, where we're able to limit um, global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius and avoid more extreme consequences of climate change, in that world, we don't need any more LNG plants. Like the demand for the LNG can be met by the plants that are already running. And something like al- almost three quarters of the projects that are under construction now are going to not or, or 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 would find a hard time to recover their their capital. Very interesting, <laughs> and seems to be um, maybe some of the 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 conversation that's happening at uh, COP twenty eight right now. Do we have any sort of understanding as to whether or not the federal government, uh, at least of today, would? Um, s- whether that support for LNG is actually contingent on them proving that it will actually reduce uh, greenhouse gas emissions? Yeah, it's a really good question. And, uh, you know, I wasn't able to have the department confirm that with me. So, you know, they, I, I spoke with a spokesperson for Natural Resources Canada, and they, they told me, you know, the, the government believes LNG does have the potential to replace like higher emitting fuels, but it, it has to fit into our sort of climate commitments. And the way that they say that's, that's going to happen is any, I, I'm quoting any projects that proceed must clearly demonstrate that they will displace more polluting fuels like coal and show economic viability. But does that mean that, for example, LNG Canada, the big project being built, just have have they demonstrated that they will displace coal, or have they demonstrated economic viability over a timeline? You know, they they the department didn't say. And the other thing they didn't say was, um, what if they if they have these these conditions in place, and then this program that they're hoping to run that would track the LNG to a destination and determine if it actually is leading to lower emissions. If they discover that it is in fact the case that they're not lower in global emissions, what happens to the industry? What What's the consequence to our LNG exports? But does, 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 is it going to lead to restrictions of any kind or a ban on those imports? The department said, 
you know, that they they're not going to speculate on future government actions because the program's still running. So, um, what one other thing I wanted to mention is in the documents they they also mentioned that the uh, the minister is also interested in displacing Russian gas. Um, obviously, Russia was invading Ukraine and it was a large source of gas to Europe. And uh, Russia also sells gas to Asia, which is the same market that LNG is Canada is targeting. Um, and that's another question mark because we don't know, you know, if if this program determines that Canadian gas, Canadian LNG is displacing Russian gas, but there's no associated climate benefit to that. All it is is just replacing one nation's gas with another. You know, is that satisfactory to the department, or do they also need uh, climate benefit? And 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 they couldn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. And I suppose one of the other questions here, um, coming from the research that you mentioned from um, Robert Haworth with uh, Cornell University is whether or not those investments in LNG um, actually um, delay or replace investments in renewable, actual zero emissions energy infrastructure. Um, well, I want to thank you for for coming on and, and chatting with us about this today. Is uh, Obviously, we'll, uh, we'll see how this unfolds. And, and it's not just, um, not just an issue in Canada, but also in the U.S. as well as their uh, ramp, I believe, the industry uh, there too yeah absolutely it's um i i i believe that lng is becoming an industry uh all over the world and and we're going to see i think and hear more of this pitch from the industry that it's it's good for the climate and so uh we'll see if the if the data is ever found to back that up well thanks for speaking with us again today carl thank you so much peter once again, that was Carl Meyer. Meyer. He's a climate investigations reporter with the Narwhal. You can check out his piece on the narwhal.ca. Canada thinks LNG exports can reduce carbon pollution. Now it's digging for proof.